Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. But I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily. And I'm Remy. And today we have a Dear DST for you. But before we have that, we have a scoop du jour that I found on Twitter. And it's not exciting. Oh. It's kind of like, well, it's interesting, but it's also weird. All right. Color me intrigued. So there is a snap bill that has been put in place um, by... It says the party of Jesus Christ. So I assume the Republicans, Um, (laughs) which a SNAP bill is a supplemental nutrition assistance program, formerly known as food stamps, which helps low income people buy nutritious food. And although SNAP is a federal program, state agencies run the program through local offices. That's what you got to know about SNAP. So and and SNAP, like I'm sure you've seen it. Your local grocery stores, like sometimes they'll say SNAP uh, applies here or EBT mm-hmm. offered here. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all other names for Supposed food to provide stamps. food for people who otherwise can't afford it. And so now there's um, this bill that has restrictions on the foods that the people in these programs can purchase. Um no white grains. People can only purchase 100% whole wheat bread, brown rice, and 100% whole wheat pasta. Um, brown rice is regarded as healthier because it is a whole grain containing the germ and the bran. This yeah, is what they're the, saying. The, well, this is actually a note that I put oh, on here. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, uh, we can get to Let's this get to later. We'll get after. to that later. Okay. No white grains. Okay. Then no baked. no baked, refried, or chili beans. People can purchase black, red, and pinto beans. Um, no fresh meats. People can purchase only canned products like canned tuna or canned salmon. No sliced, cubed, or crumbled cheese. No American cheese. Now, does this mean they can buy a block of cheese, but just not sliced or cubed? So I'm I'm like not even trying to get into the nooks and crannies of this like right now. My main thing is, is this ethical? to tell people what foods they're allowed to buy under a program. And I think, like, I've seen some discourse being like, oh, good, like, we want them to be healthier or whatever, like the same type of people that are like, I'll give a homeless person a water bottle and a, and a bag of chips because I don't want them to spend it on something that they actually want. Yeah, it's very condescending. But I think that is condescending, saying you can't buy sliced cubed or crumbled cheeses. You have to buy it in a block. So some of these are very like, oh, but we're trying to keep you healthy. And then some of them are like, but they don't deserve fresh meat. Like, why? That is just the ultimate paradox to me is that 
The government has been um, controlling what people can buy with their SNAP benefits forever. Mm. Okay. But it hasn't been this limited. They're putting more limitations on it. Um, and I couldn't tell you, you know, what specifically you can buy. But I know that, for example, um, I have a neighbor who mm. is on SNAP and he's from Louisiana. And when Mardi Gras came around, he went and bought a king cake. Mm-hmm with his snap. Mm -hmm. So it's not that you can only buy the essentials. Like there are different things that you can buy, but the no, he's here though. Right. And these are state. Yes. Yeah. He's here. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is, uh, they're limiting them even further, but they're limiting them under the guise of like, these are healthy foods that families should be eating. So we're going to only make it so that they can buy these particular foods. Yeah. And you're right. They're completely arbitrary. No fresh meat, but you can buy canned salmon and canned fish and you can buy canned beans. These are processed. So it's Mm. not clearly we're okay with processed foods, but we're not okay with refried or chili beans. Right. For me, it it feels like like it's trying to educate people but through scarcity. Yeah. Like, or a lack of availability, which like people do need to be educated. My mom was a, um, a school nurse for a lot of years. And one time had a student come in who had a stomach ache and she asked her, what have you eaten this morning? And she said, fruits and veggies. But what she meant by fruits and veggies was Skittles, which she thought was fruit and potato chips, which she thought was veggies Wow, because she had not learned about actual nutrition or anything and so she genuinely thought that these were good things so on the one hand I'm like people do need to be educated because I've heard situations where they're patently not being healthy and they're not understanding what is a fruit and what's not but also it feels um really unkind and limiting because what if the store isn't carrying whole wheat stuff? Then you're not allowed to buy white grains? What if everybody in your neighborhood is also on SNAP? So all of these things that are allowed are cleared out and then you can't get anything with your SNAP? Right, and another thing that I wonder is more often than not, whole grains are more expensive. Sure, so you're gonna get less food? Right, or are they giving you more money? That would be a good solution. I, something they, tells me that they're not. Something tells me that they're not. Um, this is just a side note, but the war on white rice is, mm. it needs to end. I Why? mean, it's getting out of control. Okay. Okay. So first of all, and this is, I, I wrote this down because I wanted to get it right. Because brown rice is regarded by many, many people to be healthier than white rice. And it's because it is a whole grain. Mm. It has the germ and the bran. And white rice is basically that outer layer is removed and you have essentially the kernel inside. It's Um, different texturally. It's very different texturally. A lot of people prefer it. And I do think what you prefer should also come into play when you make food choices. Yeah. And not giving people choices is not going to make them healthier. It's just not. If I eat a sushi roll with brown rice, I'm still going to be hungry after because I don't like it. Yeah, if I eat a sushi roll with brown rice, I will vomit after. <laughs> that is disgusting. No. How dare? No, if people like it, like go off, but like I really don't. If you like disgusting things, that's great. 
<laughs> no, listen, if you like brown rice, my mom always says she likes brown rice better because it's like nutty. I like it for certain things. Like I'm a very textural eater. I'm sure a lot mm-hmm. of people are too. Like sometimes you want that. You want to like actually like unpeel the thing in yeah. your mouth or whatever. Yeah. It has, it's like a little stimming sometimes. Yeah, like a, a harvest bowl with yeah, some brown rice. Yeah, sure. I could totally get into that. But it's not applicable in every meal. And um, and I just don't like how we we just universally say, oh, yeah, it's healthier for you. Yeah. Without even knowing the facts. And I actually I got this. My source is Abby Sharp. She's a dietitian. You might know her because she's a big uh, TikToker and a big YouTuber. But she says that she only buys white rice for her and her family. Mm-hmm. And the reason the main reason is because they like it better. And mm-hmm. that's just as valid of a reason. But another reason is um. If we're comparing the two, yes, brown rice does have more fiber, but it only really has one gram more fiber per serving Mm -hmm. than white rice. It's very negligible, but it actually has 80% higher rates of arsenic in it. So if you're feeding brown rice, brown rice has more arsenic in it than white, which is not something that you know, the typical adult would need to worry about. But if you're feeding it to kids as a, like an everyday thing. Don't want to give your kid arsenic. I mean, not every single day. Maybe yeah. a little bit of arsenic. Yeah. It's okay to sprinkle a little bit on their uh, he Kellogg's. Had it common. <laughs> he had it <laughs> no. common. Um, <laughs> no, but like, but these are things that you should take into account. So I don't like, I just hate that people would make a, a blanket statement, especially it's the It's not fucking, a statement. It's a what you're allowed. Right. It's like, like you can they, only buy whole grains, bitch. It would be really nice if they gave you guidelines or like, here, this is what a what a food pyramid looks like. Sure. And these are what grains are. And these are no, no, no. But like this is like being like you are not allowed to have certain foods um, for people where food is already scarce. It just feels cruel. Yeah. And and a lot of these processed foods that it seems like they're limiting, like, for example, the refried beans, refried beans is it's such an easy, mm-hmm. delicious thing that you can add to something that will give you more nutrition. Mm-hmm. We're talking about people who have to work multiple mm-hmm. jobs. Yeah. They're not coming home and soaking black beans. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I don't even soak black beans. Yeah. And I have so much more time. Yeah. So it's just ridiculous to think that people are automatically going to be healthier with fewer choices. But again, when- I don't think that that is the intention. I mean, and this is gets into a way more political conversation. I just think they're trying to, like, keep people down and, and make them feel bad. The no fresh meat thing, I just can't get my brain around. Yeah. Like, that just seems like they don't want to give poor people fresh meat. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And 
they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests. Pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Did you see there was a tweet during Christmas time that uh, it was a receipt of like a bunch of stuff that had been purchased for Christmas and on the receipt it said that it was bought with uh, SNAP or government benefits or whatever. I didn't see this. It was a huge discourse on Twitter where people were like, oh my God, you shouldn't be able to do this if you have no money and still have money left over or whatever. It turns out that the original poster who posted the receipt not only received $3 million in PPE loan, it was her receipt. No. Yeah. Wait, so why did she, why did she do that? No. For fame. For fame, maybe. I, that's so crazy. But yeah, so but taking out that she's insane, the discourse under it was was very much like this, where it was like, well, they shouldn't be able to get good foods and they shouldn't be able to have a big party and have fun or whatever. And it's yeah. like, why? Because, Remy, we have to pay for our food. So other people who can't afford it shouldn't be able to eat as well as we can. Right. That's what it comes down to. That is a lot of people's argument. Okay. Do you know what this reminds me of? Mm. And I don't know if you remember this. This Mm. was back in 2015. What? When Gwyneth Paltrow did the snap challenge. What's that? Okay. So was that eating snap foods? It was uh, having to live within a a snap budget. So only $29 per week, I believe. Okay. And, um, Oh, my God. Which if you're mad about people needing $29 a week because you have to pay for your food, maybe consider that that's like... Look within yourself. Two smoothies. I'm just going to show you. This is what was in her cart. Do you want to tell the listeners what you see? Eggs, lettuce, avocado, 
onion, a yam. There's black fresh beans, cilantro. In fresh there. cilantro, fresh scallion, um, a corn, a kale, a tomato, a garlic, some limes. How many limes are in there? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven limes. Seven limes. And some uh, tortillas. And some tortillas. Okay. And some whole grain brown rice and some peas. Yeah. So like this. And one pepper. Oh, and one pepper. Oh, great. Yeah. This would satiate me for maybe two meals. I would say an afternoon. Yeah. I, I mean, like you could make a breakfast burrito. I and suppose. And that's supposed to be a week Food? Yeah, so that's supposed to be a week of food. She did this challenge as like a fun. I like. I I can only assume that she interpreted this as like, what would I buy on a snap budget? Oh my god! You know what I mean? Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow is too busy over here making candles out of her own vagina scent. <laughs> yeah. To consider the fact that people have families that mm. they need to feed and. A bag of lentils and a bag of black beans and kale mm -hmm. is not going to feed them for one fucking day. I believe she failed this challenge after four days. At least that's what I read. Mm. Um, and it's just, it's so funny because when I read this bill, I immediately thought of this. I immediately thought, this is what people think. And when I say people, I mean the government. This is what mm -hmm. the government thinks we should be buying to keep our families healthy. Mm -hmm. This is what they think our cars should look like. There's no fresh meat. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, black beans you have to soak. Uh, brown rice you need to wash all the arsenic out of. <laughs> um, <laughs> eggs, which I don't even know if you could buy eggs now. and They're, they're very so expensive, expensive right now. Yeah. And then heads of kale and scallion and avocado. Who buys an avocado on a $29 budget? Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow, and that's it. And like, that's just not gonna make people healthier. It it's like no creating scarcity is never going to make someone healthier. No, and it's going to limit people's happiness. Mm -hmm. It's going to limit what the kids are going to be able to eat because you know that like a kid is not going to eat a kale salad for sure. And it's also about what is available, what's in the store. If the stores around you don't have the shit, what are you supposed to eat? Right. I guess you have to go, you just have to find a store that carries it. No, but I if mean, it's not under Snap. Oh, if it's not under Snap, you can't buy it. Yeah. 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 So no no steak for you. No, no steak chicken for you, for you. Which sucks. I and hope you can buy frozen veggies because when we had an episode, um, we had an episode a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about frozen meals mm -hmm. and how you can incorporate frozen meals um, into your diet in a very healthy way and sustainable way. Mm -hmm. I hope that, we're not only limited to fresh vegetables on snap because I don't know. And I also, I don't have enough experience. I've never been on snap myself. Um, so if you guys have, and you want to tell us a little bit about that and your experience to date, um, like you said that there were already restrictions in the first place. I'm just, I'm wondering how much more severe these ones are. Um, at this point, nearly 40 House Republicans have co-sponsored this bill. So next is a House subcommittee um, to consider the bill. Maybe Betch's sub will talk about this. Well, I can't wait to hear what they say about this. Yeah. Um, it's, but it's it is something ridiculous. that I was like, that's very concerning. And it's concerning. Sucks. It's condescending. It's missing the point. And I'm just like getting angry over and over again about the way that like we we talk about how hard it is to eat in general, like thinking about what you want, what you deserve, whatever, like to just have another thing putting more restrictions on you, like 
That's no quality of life. No, it's shitty. Yeah. It's shitty. And it's and it's also not going to stop people from finding the one delicious thing in the supermarket that Mm -hmm. they are allowed to buy and Mm -hmm. just buying it up Mm -hmm. because that's what happens quite often. Um, You know, we talk we talk about the binge diet cycle. Yeah, that can actually start from poverty. Like if you're in a state of poverty Mm -hmm. and you you get a paycheck once every two weeks, Mm -hmm. then you want to treat yourself to something nice. And there's something completely normal about that. Mm -hmm. But then it sets you up for like, oh, well, I can only buy this one thing. And this one thing becomes my food that I rely on for happiness. It's my only source of happiness. And that's not going to stop happening because of this. And and anyway, I, I mean, I'll get down off of my soapbox, but I hate it. I hate it. I also just hate in general the fact that like food donation is like impossible, not impossible, but like if you go to a buffet at a really nice hotel, all that food gets thrown out. I always think about that. All of it gets thrown out because it's it's not legal to give away, which is because it's not sanitary because it's not sanitary at that point. But it's like, but it's been at a buffet this whole time. Right. And I think about this stuff all the time. And I don't know if you guys have come across this AI that can write scripts and write blog posts and all this stuff. I have. I um was using it yesterday and I was thinking, like, just seeing if it could write me a script. But also, I have a lot of conversations with myself that never get resolved. And so I started asking the AI because the AI is very smart. Okay. And I said, um, do we have enough food to solve world hunger right now? And the AI wrote me a thing being like, we actually do. The problem is distribution and a bunch of other things or whatever. And then I said, how do we fix it? And it said, first, we need to. And then it said, cannot cannot compute stop like literally it started saying it and then it was like no 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 error and remy broke the ai i broke the ai and i i think it was like the government being like don't tell her definitely like (gasps) yeah we just uncovered a screenshot of it oh you need to blast that shit we need to put this shit on blast that's crazy it's crazy couldn't that but okay like i couldn't tell you how to solve world hunger no, that's why I asked the AI. Yeah, but I feel like an AI should be able to. You know what I mean? It's Isn't it a matter of just like getting a bunch of helicopters and just dropping food? Literally, this is, goes hunger globally. Some of the key solutions include one, increasing. Sorry, I can't complete the response. <gasps> Tell me. Zut Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Mon dieu. Mon dieu. Um, all right. Well, that is very disconcerting. Mm-hmm. Thank you for making me feel uneasy. Because I felt too good today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. 
Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Let's move on to Dear DST. We got a really good Dear DST. Can Um, you read this one? I absolutely will. Dear DST, first of all, Remy and Emily, you're absolutely killing it at hosting this pod. Thank you. I'm a longtime listener, and I was honestly a bit skeptical about two entirely new hosts. But I still love this podcast just as much as ever. So bravo. Elisa, did you write this? (laughs) (laughs) This this feels like this is real. Okay. All right, guys. I swear to God, this is a real email. This this feels like an email (laughs) that my mom would have written, like uh, an anonymous Valentine that she would have written to me like, Emily, I know you think no one notices you, but I notice you, your secret (laughs) admirer, aka mom. Um, (laughs) I'm writing in with a dear DST to hopefully get some advice from you two. I'm currently in the midst of working through some disordered eating behaviors and a poor relationship with my body. A journey, if you will. A journey. I've become pretty accustomed to politely shutting down triggering comments from friends and family members when it comes to food and body image. But I'm struggling with how or whether to address these types of comments from my boss. Ah. Eek. He's constantly making small comments here and there that I find to be quite triggering for me. Never anything about me personally. Just things like, I'm only having salads for lunch this week Mm -hmm. on our first day back in the office after the new year. Small things like that. I'm sure many people who have healthy relationships with food can just laugh and brush them off. But I always find myself stiffening at the comments and have no idea how to respond. So I just awkwardly laugh and say nothing. My question is this. Would you say anything to a boss if they were constantly making comments that triggered you? We're friendly enough, but I don't feel comfortable opening up to him about my struggles. How would you respond, if at all? Sincerely, a triggered bitch. Love you, triggered bitch. Love you, triggered bitch. sorry you're going through this. Um, Emily, tell me, because I I know how I would respond. Yeah, so I really struggled with this because you know I'm not confrontational. And I also have trouble with authority figures. Mm. Unless it was a comment in my direction, I do not think I would say anything to the boss okay. because I think it would make it just more awkward and more uncomfortable for me mm. to have to hash that out mm. it, it for me personally. Now, if it's at the point where you go into the office every day and you have to listen to him rattle on about his body struggles, mm-hmm. I understand how that's triggering. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if there might be a way that you could get involved without actually getting involved. Yeah. I, I don't know, an anonymous letter. Oh, God. I, I feel like <laughs> Ron or no, Sam. Sam, that the night, first at night at bed. <laughs> Ron had his head between two cocktail waitresses' breasts. (laughs) Um, No, but like an anonymous letter could be the ticket, you know what I mean? Like to HR or I don't know if you have an HR or or I don't know. I don't know if this is HR worthy yet. I don't know if it is either, but like, but I don't think it's just not something I would want to talk about with my boss. It's not even like oh, maybe he won't promote me or it's not anything like that. It's like it's just more than I care to discuss why I find that triggering. Does that make sense? Sure. So I guess you need to evaluate, like, are you willing to have that conversation? Because it's not it's not a bad conversation to have. It's just, do you think it's worth your time to say, hey, let's lay off the salad talk? I, yeah. I don't know. Just if, something if gentle. If you stiffen 
I think that there is something to be said. Or if there's something that you can work out like in therapy or something, like maybe some technique to be like, anytime they say this, this is what I have to think to myself or whatever. Yeah. That's a a route you can go. What I would do is if this person's like, I'm eating salad, I'm going to eat salads the whole week. I go, why? And I think I've, I think I've said this before. Yeah. But but, I mean, that opens up a whole conversation. But that's fine. I mean, okay, here's, I think how the conversation would go. Um, God, I, I'm only eating salads this week. Why? Well, because like I need to be healthy. Oh, why? Because I'm a fat lard. I don't know. Oh, don't say that about yourself. <laughs> yeah, you but look see, fantastic. Okay, but see now you now you are consoling me when you're the one who felt triggered in the first place. Sure. Now it's become a thing. Okay, but I'm not trying to console the person. I'm trying to tell them, hey, you don't need to do that right I just or whatever like yeah I just like from my experience it's just you can't I I just have never been able to change somebody's mind who felt that strongly about something like that the thing that you said about like is there something I can think to myself Mm -hmm. that I think is a good strategy just in general this is one thing that I wrote down um it's one thing that I like to think to myself and and Maybe it sounds, it might sound a little narcissistic, but I actually think it's a good thing to think to yourself when when you just don't understand how somebody else can't see your point of view. Sure. You think to yourself, they have to be them and I get to be me. They have to be stuck in the diet mentality. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I can have a different thought process than them. Mm-hmm. I can overcome my own fat phobia. And mm-hmm. for some reason, they can't or they don't want to. And that's their problem. It's not mine. Try both. Try both. Yeah. Do Emily's first. And then when you get more comfortable, start asking people why. Like you're a five-year-old that just learned the word. People hate being asked why. Well, but because they don't want to explain. They don't want to explain themselves. But but I but I agree that sometimes you should think. But sometimes and sometimes they're just saying it because they think that these are conversations we have with people at the office. Yeah. Oh, man. Monday. It's like the same (laughs) thing as like. Oh man, only salads this week. Am I right? And it's like, actually, you're not. Yeah, actually, not you're wrong. in this conversation. No, we don't talk about this. Let's talk about Bridgerton. You could just change the subject. Sure. Like, I mean, it would be a little weird if he says, I'm only having salads this week, and then saying, Did you see Bridgerton? Yeah. Like, that's a little <laughs> bit like, okay, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> but you could like, you know, um, more elegantly than I did. Yeah. Try to change the subject. I will tell you, um, this person, your boss, they're setting themselves up for failure. Like, and the reason why I say this is because I used to work at a catering company. Mm-hmm. Let me repeat. I worked at a catering company, mm-hmm. incredible food. Mm-hmm. We had a kitchen full of incredible cooks and an incredible head chef. And they would make a family style lunch for the whole kitchen. And they used to deliver it to the office so mm-hmm. that we could have family style lunch too. Mm-hmm. Then one day my boss decides that we're going to have a salad bar every day for lunch. I'm not making this up. What? It's a true story. And I think the main reason she didn't say- salad bar. In lieu of hot food? Yep. Fuck that. So fuck that, right? Yeah. Everybody was upset. Yeah. I mean, 
this office was up in arms. Yeah. People were protesting. People yeah. were outside with picket signs. Yeah. Not that, but like close to that. And I, at the time, I was still kind of in a disordered mindset. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, and I think the main reason why my boss made that decision was she was on a weight loss journey. Mm. So she herself, she couldn't was, have it around. Right. Yeah. Because she was trying to make certain choices when it yeah. came to her food. So she wanted to bring all of us down with her. Maybe the government is on a weight loss journey and that's why they're doing that to you know the what? stamps. I think they are. Or the, I think they are. Is it, what was it called? Oh, snaps. That's why they're doing it to the snaps. Yeah. I think they are. I think they are. So I was still kind of in a disordered mindset too. So mm-hmm. I actually thought, guys, why are you so mad about the salad bar? This and I good even, for us. I said to the to my coworkers, like, guys, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. She said a salad bar. She didn't say it was going to be the same toppings every day. You yeah. know, I'm sure we'll get different things. We'll get chicken one day. We'll get tuna another. We'll get uh, different cheeses, different, to- you know, different mix-ins. You would be shocked, mm-hmm. even when you are mixing it up, how fucking boring salad gets. I am not shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I should think about who I'm talking to when I say things. Like, No, it's so true, though. Like, I thought, oh, I'll still have variety. I'll still make different salads and I'll get my veggies in. And, you know, I was being a little... You you can't. Like, you definitely can get a variety of salads, but it's going to be a different feeling of, I need comfort food right now. I'm going to make a comforting salad. Yeah, and, and then to just think... Over at the kitchen, they're having delicious lasagna, mm. you know, and it's made with love and care. Mm-hmm. And we're just eating out of sad plastic bowls, mm-hmm. like chopped style plastic bowls with romaine lettuce and different types of seeds. Everyone's seasoning and salting their salads with I their tears. I salted that shit so heavily with my tears, Remy. Yeah. <laughs> so heavily. Anyway, this is all to say I would not recommend eating salad every day to anybody because it gets boring and then you're just never going to want to eat a salad again. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't but have for to- for bosses trying to get underlings involved in their eating habits, like- it's So annoying. Seems like it's pretty consistent sometimes and it's because they, like you said, can't handle, like she couldn't handle it being around. I can't stay at either of my parents' homes because they don't keep food in them. Oh, they don't have like fun snacks. No, they're because they both like binge. So yeah, they, don't, they only keep healthy things around. And that is a, a or con- not even healthy things that aren't threatening that if they were to binge them, it right, would just, be like um, nothing. Th- they're not as tempting for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have a problem with that word tempting because I think it like equates food to being sinful. But I also think like, yeah, I could feel tempted by food. Hedonism is healthy. I lo- ugh, I'm a hedonist from way back. Um, <laughs> but... That's a common misconception that a good way to limit your binging or just limit your intake of certain foods is to not have them in the house. Mm -hmm. It's quite the opposite. They will hold way more power over you. And then the next time you're at a holiday party, Mm -hmm. you will eat until you're sick. And that's just science. It's like going cold turkey on drugs or something or like, and this is going to be a really far-fetched one, but like being like, I can't see my ex at all anymore because it'll throw me back into dating that person like you should be able at some point to be around your ex after it's been over for a long enough time to not relapse yeah that's a good point I do think that was a little it's a little very far-fetched but I see the a to b okay there but but yeah no but I think 
I think we agree. It's like it's the A to B or the ADHD. The, the, <laughs> I don't know. I think with us, it's always yeah. the ADHD. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, uh, but it, you know what I'm saying? Like if your ex was around and you still want that person, like you clearly still want that you person, a, you need to build up the uh, wherewithal within yourself to be like, no, actually that's not, no, I don't want that. I do see the comparison. It's like, it's like if being around something is enough to throw you into yeah. a cycle of hell you're not actually fully recovered from it yeah and you're not addressing like the problem underneath yeah and the problem underneath is that you're turning to certain foods because you think they're bad so when you allow yourself to have them you're going fucking nuts you feel out of control around these foods so a lot of people think naturally well i just won't keep those foods in the house yeah but that's just not I, i'm speaking from experience and also statistically based on what people try and what works mm -hmm. it doesn't work yeah, so maybe this boss is trying to do that and just trying to like rope you into the lifestyle of like only salads in the office for all of us because I don't want to be tempted or whatever. If he does that, you need to report that yeah, to HR. But also like that's not your responsibility. Mm -mm. Obviously, we know that. And if that becomes a thing, it's like, hey, my eating has nothing to do with your eating. Yeah. I, and that's a very direct, I, again, I'm too big of a pussy to say right, that, but sure. that's very direct. And I like that. And if she's able to say that, I, I I would love it. Or like, hey, I'm on a different eating journey right now, so I won't be able to support you in that. But good luck. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love good luck at the end of a statement. But hey, break a leg. Yeah. <laughs> eh, leg. Eh, leg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we do last licks? It's been a minute since we did last licks. Ooh, can I even remember something delicious? Well, that really stuck with me. I mean, sure, I can. I yeah, I think you can. <laughs> I I'd be happy to go first. Go first because this is literally the mm. last meal I had. Okay, Joe and the Juice. You go to Joe and the Juice. Mm -hmm. You get a sandwich. Mm -hmm. They give it to you on that crunchy bread. Mm -hmm. It's so. Good. I love a crunch. I need a crunch in my sandwich. Mm -hmm. And I just think the Joe and the Juice sandwiches are just so good. And I, I have seen that the tuna cotto has become kind of viral. Mm -hmm. I've been loving Joe and the Juice since Jump Street. But yeah, the tuna cotto has gone viral lately. I will tell you guys, don't get the tuna cotto. <laughs> get the spicy tuna and add avocado. avocado. Mm. It will change your fucking life. Cool. And I've never gotten a smoothie there or anything. And I wonder if they're good, but I'm always too full from the sandwich. It's so satiating. Mm. It's so, I mean, I used to eat it like four times a week. Mm. Um, but then I started cooking for myself because I realized that I was squandering away my savings. For sure. Um, but today I got it and I really enjoyed it. Good. That was my last lick. I love that. Okay. My last lick is going to be from a while ago. Okay. Um, it's from when I was in LA. I went to a ramen place called Tatsu. And it, have you heard of it? Yes. Okay. It's so customizable. Um, there's like a thing being like, do you want green onions or whatever? And it's like, sure, normal green onions. Or it's like, no, yuck veggies. I chose that one. <laughs> and then there's one that's like, you could oh, do extra, please. Right. And so like my friend got extra. I got none. You can get an and extra you could do light. egg. You could you do can, like light onions. Yeah, too. you can get an extra bamboo shoots or whatever. So I just like loaded up with all of like my favorite stuff. I love bamboo shoots. I got two eggs instead of one. Um, no scallions. And it was so good that I ordered it twice. Really? Wait, like, you got like I was at the restaurant and then like 
two days later, I ordered it on Grubhub. Ooh, well, they have one in New York, no? Do they? I believe so, but I could be wrong. I don't want to get in trouble, (laughs) but I could be wrong. Tatsu. Let me see. I'm I'm pretty sure I have seen it, but did you say you got two eggs in it? Yeah. The egg is always the best part. For sure. And I didn't know that you could even. No, and I'm going to do that. Because the, the, I love the soft boiled egg more than I love like the meat in the ramen or like anything else. Like I, I think, think it adds so the much. Only tatsu in New York is shabu tatsu, which is like cooking oh, okay, meat then I'm wrong. in the hot water. Then I'm wrong. Which I'm is thinking also of delicious. A, I'm thinking of a different chain. But there is a similar chain. Somebody write in, any New Yorkers write in and tell me. Um, I just love the customizability. Yeah. Of like it. where can you get customizable ramen? Yeah. Because um, that shit's important. You ever order ramen and they give it to you without the egg? Devastating. Devastating. It's happened to me more than I care to say. Oh, and I also got pork in it. Because you, you, you can customize your meat too. I, I like a pork ramen. Yeah. That's traditional. Yeah. I love it. Remy, that sounds delicious. I literally want it now. <laughs> Let's go to LA just to get ramen. Yeah. Private um, jet. That's it for today's episode, guys. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Leave a rating, a review, and subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And, of course, we're always with you. We're thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.